back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of Talking Trash. Uh, I'm, I'm just... Okay, so I'm going to send this to them and let them... I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Nicklin and Kenzie describe what just happened in the hallway here at 937 the ticket. Um, Kenzie, from your perspective, yeah, what just happened? From my perspective, I was trying to be a great friend, help <laughs> spot my friend as she was trying to learn how to do a cartwheel. Little did I know her legs are gonna come flying in at 70 miles per hour, not straight at all. I got whacked in the face. My face is probably red on this side. It's still it a little is. bit hot. It is red. <laughs> I got whacked. And we were just talking about concussions, weren't we? So I decided yeah. number four. To they're going to think I did something horrible <laughs> to you guys. Like, they're going to ban you guys from showing up. I can't wait for you guys to see this video. Yeah, funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to them and let them, them share it. It just... I... Nick, in your mind, how did that go? Like, did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Did was is that what you were expecting? No, I thought I was going to have flawless, pretty straight legs, and then I was going to land and then do my finish. But I accidentally kicked Kenzie in the face. But I had a helmet on, so I was protected from concussion protocol. But there I did go. have a great finish, even though I fell. I had a great finish. Oh, you stuck the landing. I nailed, she nailed it. it. She nailed it. Yeah, like you, you finished. Yeah, you, you gave that. That was that was wow. They're gonna get better though. Trust me. Well, well now we have tracking because <laughs> now the floor routine, the floor routine. I'm now curious. Yeah, I'm not spotting you anymore though. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> maybe the maybe the, me. the the board you know will help. Yeah, or you need the, the professional spotter. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm gonna send this to you now because I think that you deserve this. Uh, I should not share this. You should share this. You I, can share it. So now you should, this is this is entirely you. This is this is this was. Uh, I'm gonna send it to the gymnasts as well, um, so they don't have fear that you're gonna steal their 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 scholarship. Oh yeah. Uh, they better it. watch out. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a dancing portion to the floor routine. Oh, we got yeah, that Yeah, we one. would kill that part. Yeah. It's just like the gymnastics part, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just the flipping part. Yeah. The cartwheel part, you know? Yeah. I don't even think they do cartwheels. Like, that's so weird. No. <laughs> Best gymnast in the entire country doing cartwheels. <laughs> Carter, is it, you saw it. this. Carter, give your give your unbiased opinion of what you just saw. For for how athletic you are that was probably the least athletic thing i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't agree more i just oh my god i'm now i'm looking forward to this gymnastics floor routine because this is going to be exceptional (laughs) this is going to be exceptional wow okay Whew, there are no other sports I can put you in. Like this is like I I, I now know. Like football is your is your jam. Like <laughs> that, that is my jam. And then basketball, I, I I need to see this. So, um, how do you guys get through the week? Like here, it's a Wednesday night. You've got one more week before your season actually happens. Does it change academically? Like what the responsibilities are? Do they work with you guys to make sure that you? can be where you need to be doing what you need to do. 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like the university does a really good job of giving us all of the resources and the tools, and it's kind of up to us to use them and, I don't know, be diligent and get stuff done. Yeah, and, you know, we miss games, or we miss <laughs> – we we miss school because of games um and our teachers are are really great to work with and they're open about it and they give us letters to give to them at the beginning of the year just so they have our schedule and they know when we will be missing and they work with us and we're able to make sure that we have all our stuff done so that we can just go into competition not thinking about 80 other things and you don't have any travel for beach volleyball is that oh we do where are you guys going we go Florida. We go to Jacksonville in two weeks, and then we'll go to Hawaii for a week, and then we'll go to California right that's, after. That's not a hard life. Yeah, no. you know, it's pretty great. So who who are you competing against in Hawaii? <laughs> Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> like just the university. Of we play Hawaii. Um, usually, like I think last time we were there, we played Cal. Um, Long Beach. Long Beach. I'm trying to think about who else we played. I have the schedule. I just can't remember. So as I, I'm, I'm looking at it now. So when you go to Hawaii, the Queens Cup, okay, mm-hmm. in Honolulu, uh, Queens Beach, TCU, Cal mm-hmm. Davis, Cal, Hawaii, and then based on how things play out, and then that's Saturday, and then Monday, Chaminade. Mm-hmm. So you're there. <clears throat> We're there first, for a while, I think. Yeah, like it's a week. The tenth. You matches ten games into tenth to the fourteenth. Yeah, and I think we don't even leave till the sixteenth. Yeah, and then we go straight to California. So, and then California, Cal State Northridge, Concordia, um, Cal State Northridge again, and then the Masters University. What is that? No idea. Um, nope. What is going? Who is that? <laughs> the Masters University. We sometimes play like. Um, Juco's, yeah. So that it might be Juco. They want us to win every once in a while, so they throw in, <laughs> they throw in other teams. So it's in California. It appears. Okay, this is not, this is they're in AIA. Mm-hmm. So they're okay. good though. Okay. So so of the teams, <laughs> I <already> know it. <laughs> so let's go to let's go to the, that that second one, the one in Northridge, Cal State Northridge, Concordia, the Masters. How would you like line them up? competition wise it's kind of just like a gamble mm-hmm. we literally we just show up and we're like all right who are we playing and then yeah we have no idea so then, no you don't do scouting you don't none of that mm-mm. not usually no like in hawaii we might do a little bit because you get to watch the other team before but especially when you go out and play the first team like first match mm-hmm. you have really no idea what they look like who you should serve you just have to kind of base it on warm-ups and then make adjustments during the first game yeah. so between tcu cal davis cal hawaii you, hawaii probably the hawaii is probably the hawaii's best and tcu i would assume then cal. and cal yeah or maybe cal then tcu yeah um what do you know about ottawa what is that like canada? ottawa university oh yeah canada I don't know. You guys Wait, play no, them. no, no, no. I you think it's know. like um, Kansas. Mercer. Mer- I think we've played Mercer before. So Jacksonville, North Florida, Coastal Carolina, Florida International. Those will be. Those are the Florida schools that uh, do beach year round, so they should be pretty good. They should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you open with Oklahoma Wesleyan, then Wayne State, and Park. <laughs> how many pairings? But how many pairings is that? Like. 
So we'll play. Who plays? So the top, there's top five teams, and then so to win, you have to win three out of the five, right? Yeah. Right. And three then out of five. Six is exhibition. Six exhibition. So then all those teams will play, and then whoever has the most wins. So then like the ones will play the ones, the twos will play the twos, threes plays the threes, so on, and then all the points towards the end. So it's it beach is like it's a longer day because it's. Mm-hmm. Especially with our court, we just have one court, so it's just like once, and then you got to go to the next game and the next game. There's only one court, so mm-hmm. there's not several. Only at Hawks, yeah, yeah, just in our place. But at other places we play, like in Hawaii, I think they might have five courts. Yeah, they and, have a lot. Yeah, and like when we went to like TCU, they had like three. So then like the top three teams will play, or they'll start like from yeah. the fives. Uh, here's a text for you: When you host a recruit, is there a scripted agenda of things you need to show, or are you allowed to just wing it? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Like the coaches have like a plan of what they want to show them and like things that they want to get done while the recruit is here. And then it's like whoever hosts the recruit, there's like certain times where there's nothing planned and it's kind of just like, okay, now it's time to like get to know the team, get to know the recruit, kind of talk to her about like what she's wanting from Nebraska. Yeah. So a mixture, I'd say. Is there a just chill period for recruiting? Like, yeah, because they're not they're not they're not staying with you. They're staying at a hotel, and then you go right. pick them up, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had the last recruit we had. I had Caitlin Hort, and I was her host, and we had like certain breakfasts, like breakfast or lunch, that we had to be at. Um. But then there was like they blocked off time where we could just kind of do whatever, and like we went bowling, and then they're like, okay, you can take her to dinner wherever you want, or just like hang out with the team after. So that's been cool, just to be able to like actually kind of show them how we experience it who's the best recruiter on the roster right now who's the person that if there's a star player coming in who who do they assign to 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 land the big fish i feel like that's hard because a lot of the time we have recruits coach normally puts recruits with like freshmen just because or it's kind of hard it's kind of because like it's like you have to host like the freshman coming in or they recruited someone from 2024 2023 they're coming on a visit that type of thing it's normally during season because they want to come to games and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like normally like the freshmen that have less on their plate will be the people that are like hosting and being their host for the weekend what about parents you mean like the recruits parents yeah what, are they are they hanging with you the entire time? They usually hang without like with the coaches. And yeah, they hang out like with them when they do like all the the scripted stuff and go tour everything. But then it's usually just the girls with us. And then yeah. I think with the older grad transfers, we haven't had that many. But right. they usually put them like with us older yeah, players. Yeah, kind of by age. Yeah. Walk me through. I need both of you. Walk me through the first time you walked in to Devaney. First time you saw Devaney Center. You remember it. First time I saw it in person is when I was coming to visit. And it was empty. Coach was sitting down there. <laughs> I, like, walked in, and he was like, I don't know why I remember this, but probably because I was so nervous. But we were, like, sitting there talking about volleyball, like, in, like, two little, like, lawn chair-looking things. And we were talking about volleyball, and then he was like, what do you want for lunch? We got a good sushi place. Hero. <laughs> you know, yeah. And he was like, right, we can order some sushi. And I was like, the man loves Hero. Yeah, sure. That was the first time I've ever been. We were just talking about volleyball, ordering some lunch. So nothing else. Just let's go eat. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's a chiller. He is. I mean, we talked before that, but when we were actually in Devaney, like mm. down on the courts, that's yeah. what we were talking about. We were talking yeah. about volleyball and some sushi. Did, did you look around and kind of say, yeah, this is home? Yeah, for sure. Not like I would say the gym, but also just like it was like the conversations I was having with the coaches and stuff that kind of gave me that that feeling that I needed. Nicklin, your first time in, you remember? Uh, yeah, I think I was 14 maybe. Um, I can't, they invited me to come to a camp. And so I was with like a bunch of campers or the, whatever, what they call it, like the dream, dream, dream team, team camp. Mm. Um, and so I came to that and I just remember being like, wow, this place is insane. Cause you see the locker room and you're like, is this all for us? Is this for them? Uh, where, do, where does the, the locker room rank in the big Ten? Like you've been in other locker rooms, right? So, mm, not well, really. Like visitor locker rooms. Yeah. From what I've heard, though, we got it pretty good. Like we have a full locker room. There's like LED lights underneath, like our pictures. We have an ice bath in our locker room. We have like six showers. We have a ready room. We have like a huge sofa thing in our ready room. TV. TV. A big fireplace. TV. Yeah, electric fireplace. Wait, 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 what? We have electric fireplace thingy. <laughs> they treat us real good. Real good. And Carter, Carter, is that a weird vibe? The- I don't think I can ever... I don't think I've ever heard of a fireplace in a locker room. That's, right, like I just... fireplace, yeah. right? Those lights behind the table that you turn on, it's like it, it's fire. When it, oh. Lights on. behind the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. And you know, and it's the showers that hit you from all angles too. Yeah, yeah. it's like above side. So you got the so. sauna joints that that <laughs> you can turn it hot and it steams up and it's the full mm-hmm. on. Yeah, you guys are living so rough. Yeah, luxury. You're living luxury. so. Luxury. You're living so rough. So walk me through. How many different uniforms do you guys actually have? Do they give you like the the alternate uniform that you wear for special events? How's that work? They usually just put it in our locker. Yeah. Um, like the day of the game, but I everyone I think gets newer jerseys. Well, I usually have to get new jerseys anyways because I rip holes in all my things, and so the, the, you see her. Even, even Kenzie rolled her eyes at that. <laughs> they like have to patch it up in season, and then. But yeah, we have a lot of jerseys. I mean, alternates, shorts, longs, red, black, white. So that's multiples. Seven. I have a lot. Yeah. Who like chooses what you're going to wear? Like home road <laughs> opponent? The older girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we have like set things. So at home we wear white, away we wear red. Mm. So that's pretty simple. Or black. Yeah, or black. We're not. We why don't. do people not like, people don't like the black, right? Yeah. No. Mm. We like the black. We like how it looks, but we tend to lose when we wear the black. So yeah. we don't like Ooh. to wear we the got black. We a lot of superstition around it. Yeah. Because you're usually wearing it against teams that wear red. Mm. <laughs> you went there. Oh, yeah, just, just observant. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Just yep. observant. We'll do that. Like I, you know, I want you to wear what you want to wear. Like everybody, be happy. Yeah. Do we thing. like the short sleeve though. We tend to like the short sleeve more than the yeah. long. But why? I would think like floor burns and and the like. I mean, so do the long sleeves help you? There's just like there's a lot of controversy. So like basically. <laughs> It's an argument every yeah, week about what we're going to wear. There's people that sweat a ton and they're hot in the long sleeves. <laughs> no, like a lot. Like, yeah. And then there's people that. Carter, like, we have to ask, right? 
That's the rule. Like, we have to ask who the sweaters are. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, for Lindsay example. Prowsey, yeah. And well, they just, boom, like, they just laid her out. Well, she does. She sweats It used time. to be jazz sweet. Yeah. She would have to change between every, like, in practice, like, every, every like, 30 minutes, and then always would have to change it break in the games. Yeah. Jersey, everything. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never think of volleyball players, like, swapping out. Yeah. It's like we have to we have towels on the side of records during practice because there's so much sweat on the ground and like people if you're off fall. then you have to be on sweat duty and you have to like wipe up the sweat. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So through it all you t- said you you would rather dive, you'd rather dig off of, off the off the sand than off the floor than the sand. Mm-hmm. But what's the c- recovery like after a match? So let's say it's a, you know it, it's a long one. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What's the recovery? Uh, Who has the toughest day? Is, uh, setters, dig. Does Lexi have the most difficult recovery because yeah. she's literally throwing her body like a kamikaze? <laughs> Just depends. I don't know. It's like different for everyone. Yeah. Like Nicklin touches the most balls, so she's gonna mm-hmm. have to recover the most, like endurance wise, like actually like fueling her body, doing mm-hmm. that stuff because she's the one touching the balls all the time. Okay, now you have hitters that are jumping constantly. So and it's swinging. Like, and swinging. So it's like more of their bones, their joints. Okay, and then you have people in the back row that are throwing their body a bunch. So it might be bones and joints, but it also might just be like floor burns and sores and bruises. And it kind of feels like you got beat up. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's it's just different. Worst. Especially when you, like we play on hardwood sometimes. Um, and you just like bang your body up and you got bruises everywhere. And Who has hard hardwood floors? Wisconsin, Penn State, Rutgers. Rutgers got a. They got one this oh, year. Oh yeah, they we were really happy about that. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, oh, Minnesota got a Teraflex this year. Yeah, a lot of. So people I think just them. Wisconsin. Oh, and Purdue. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Penn State, and Purdue. What's the preference? Teraflex. Teraflex for sure. Just it's nice, like jumping wise. Um, it's way better on your joints and everything, and diving. Mm-hmm. So through all of this, the recovery, like. It, what what is the team plan how do you process especially give me home and then on the road because I, I would imagine that if you're traveling and you and you have a split series where you're you're playing different teams on different nights what's the recovery yeah so usually right after the game we get protein shakes of some court some sort they ask you like which ones you like um we get that and then we get um post-match meal if it's the in-between games um and then cherry juice our team lives on cherry juice. It helps with inflammation. Um, Normatec. We and then we Normatec, and then if we're home, we'll ice bath. If you're home. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we're away, we take the Normatecs and we Normatec um, and do all that. And usually we roll out, stretch at night before we go to bed. Even when we get like if we're flying to a place, when we land, we put our bags up and then we go down. We do a like breathing, stretching, mm-hmm. rolling out recovery. They're huge on recovery. Like yeah. that's the biggest like Nebraska volleyball. It's a huge part of our routine and we take a lot of time and effort into making sure that we're recovered. On the road, do they take meals with you or the, or is it set up with the opponent? Um our nutritionist basically, basically just like calls wherever we're going and mm-hmm. like finds places there that are healthy, healthy and good and will mm-hmm. like basically cater us and yeah. and we usually eat breakfast in pre-match meal at the hotel mm-hmm. so the, you're eating that together or you're eating that in the room together, uh, together. we usually we eat everything together except like the meals that get delivered yeah, yeah. and then we'll have film like three times mm-hmm. usually a day film studies three different film s- sessions yeah just depends on who we're playing yeah. like we usually have one in the morning maybe at breakfast 
and then kind of like on your own and then we do pre-match we have one at pre-match and then we'll review it again once we get to the gym are the different groups looking at different film Mm -mm. all together because it's kind of like a system like all you kind of need to know what's happening you're like what they're doing because that affects what i'm doing so it's kind of like we all listen together but like also we have position coaches so like throughout the week we'll have like we call it like the bros meeting so it's like all the bros will go up meet with Jalen. Jalen will tell us like the game plan for the bros he'll be like but be aware the hitters are doing this nicklin's gonna run this offense so just be prepared for those things and then closer to game time then we do it all together we share what we're all doing so then we're all on the same page and we have a scouting report that they give us with everything that we need to know about each player our game plan on our side of the net um and like she said we all have meetings throughout the week you watch film on yourself throughout the week and you also watch film on who you're going to play like I would go in and we'd watch film on the defense of the team that we were going to play and like okay this is what we need to do offensively to um like find gaps and be able to score on them. Who's the film police when a teammate doesn't watch film? I wouldn't say there's anyone that's like a film police, but it's also like you're not going to really get away with not watching film because like you're going to get called out. Like, like you know what you, I mean? you've mentioned players that just they're not film study people. Like they, Yeah, for sure. But like that's because like their volleyball IQ isn't all the way there. Like, I wouldn't say I have the highest volleyball IQ, but, like, also, okay, you know when you're in a classroom and it's, like, you can get away with kind of just sitting there and not really paying attention, yeah. but then you also go in a classroom and then it's, like, no, 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 like, everyone's going to get called on. Everyone better know what they're doing. Otherwise, that's not okay. Like, it's going to be, like, why are you not paying attention? Get out of my classroom. So your film study is an interactive film study. Right. Yeah. So it's, like, I mean, yeah, you could not watch film, but, like, that's not really going to, like, fly. Like, we don't really have people that do that. And, like, during the week in practice and when we go into the film session, you better know what that person's hitting or what Mm -hmm. they're doing because we've done it the entire week. And once you watch it, they're like, okay, this person's hitting this. We're going to practice it the entire week. So when it comes game time, you know what's happening. So you mentioned, you know, the, the, the bro study, the bro meetings. What coach does what? She said each one has their own specialty. Break that down for us. Bros have Jalen. Okay. Setters or coach? Coach, yeah. Coach Tyler Kelly. Yeah. And then coach does um, outsides. And Tyler did middles, but Jalen will do middles this year. Mm -hmm. And then Kelly will probably – Kelly and coach will do setters. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, outsides and the other passers meet with coach. Yeah. What what does Jalen excel at? I've asked him that. I'll ask you that. What does Jalen excel at? He's like a volleyball geek. So, I don't know if this is something that he excels at, but basically everything he says, you know that he knows what he's talking about. So, it's like everything that he tells me, it's like, oh, well, he's like 99.999% correct. And he's researched. He's yeah, oh, it's like done the analytics. Has, he, he has yeah. everything to back it up. So, it's like he's one of those people that like if he's taking the time to say something to you and he's like explaining it to you and he's really passionate about what he's talking about so it's he's gonna explain it to you and it's like that's like quality feedback you know what i mean like it's like yeah i've i've i don't think i've ever walked into his office where he wasn't watching some type of volleyball whether it be women's international men's volleyball i mean he's always watching the game And what I think he really excels at is, like, the relationships he builds with players. And he brings this different type of energy that 
the rest of us can feed off of like we make fun of him we're like oh Jalen you're like a 12 year old kid and you have so much energy like mm-hmm. how do you have this much energy but we thrive off of his energy and um yeah he's he's just great but he yeah. knows a lot about the game and and recruiting he's done some like the classes yeah, coming in like him <laughs> yeah like he's so hard not to like like he's right. fun he he's relatable um and he does a great job with that I, I remember when we first had our call when he got here but he he's awesome yeah I feel like he would never say anything like, oh, I'm really good at this. Like, did, what did he answer? He didn't. Yeah. yeah I was about to say. He didn't. He absolutely ran. He he ran away from it. <laughs> like, he did. He absolutely. He's he says. Around the bush. He, whenever he wants to uh, kind of reroute, he brings up the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of his, his go-to, <laughs> his go-to like move. Uh, Nicklin, get us out of here. We're going to break. All right. You're listening to Talking Trash on 93.7 The Ticket. We will be back.